0: Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to another episode of the Pinball Nerds Podcast. My name is Orbital Albert. And I'm going to be your host. Today, we're going to be talking about the top five pinball machine themes that need to be made to help get kids and children into pinball. Uh, before we hop into that, I am going to do a quick hats off to you, Pinballer, and Probably way overdue, should have been the first episode, is Roger Sharp. And most likely you've heard of Roger Sharp uh, and his sons Zach and Josh. Uh, they're probably the most predominant pinball family out there. And um, I remember back uh, in 2015, before I'd even got into competitive pinball, I ended up watching uh, a really interesting pinball doc, probably one of the most watched pinball docs. Uh, done by Vice and it's actually called Pinball from a Legal Gambling Game to American Obsession. And after watching that, if you haven't seen that, you have to go watch it. Just pause the podcast, go watch it right now. Come back and this will all make more sense to you. But basically it shows how Roger Sharp had to go uh, into a courtroom and basically prove that Pinball was not gambling and he it was a game of skill and he could hit his shots. And uh uh, even to the point of Zach Sharp having um, a shirt in college that said, my dad saved pinball. And uh, it's probably true. It's, it's very true. And in fact, if, if it was still illegal to play pinball, then of course there would not be any pinball companies right now making pinball machines because it would be illegal to do so, therefore not financially viable. Um, but that being said, the reason that I picked Roger Sharp today was because I think that it's very, very, very important to get children, kids, the next generation into pinball. Back when this um, Vice article was released, Roger Sharp mentions how quickly pinball is growing and how there's 28,000 members on IFPA now. And currently we're well over 60,000, so it's more than double that. So it's, it's certainly grown tons in the last three years. So it's not that it's not growing but I can tell you between every tournament I've ever been to and every single solitary person that I've ever seen under 25 is absolutely someone's son or daughter or possibly their son or daughter's friends. So it, it's very, very, very hard. Uh, you know, you, you're not going to see, like, even at Loppel, it's either Jeff Teolos' son or everyone's son, Erica's been coming. Um, now he's in his early 20s, so uh, you know it's, it's not like he couldn't make his own choice not to come. He's not being forced to come, and he is falling in love with it, but would he have fallen in love with it if his dad didn't introduce him to it or start bringing him out? Um, would my sons have fell in love with it if I hadn't started bringing them out? So, last night I asked my youngest son, Owen, uh, to come up with a list of the top five pinball themes that have never been made that he thinks... Would help get younger kids especially more into it. So, of course, you know, if most kids have heard of Star Wars, there is Guardians of the Galaxy, so that's great, Spider Man, and there's a couple others that kind of cross over, but there's none, there's no games specifically that are more so for kids than, let's say, adults, for instance. Um, So, without further ado, I'd like to welcome you to the show, my first host, Owen. Hi. How are you doing today? Good, you? I'm very well. Now, you've got to go to school in about eight minutes. So, I want to make sure that I don't talk too long today. So, um, let's move forward here. Do you want to start us with number five? What do you think number five, the machine that would help bring more kids back into pinball? Um, SpongeBob. SpongeBob SquarePants? Yes. Ooh, I like that idea, because not only do younger kids nowadays know SpongeBob but also going all the way back probably 20 years to the mid-90s, every single solitary person that grew up through then probably watched SpongeBob and probably would be nostalgic about it. So that's kind of a double whammy. You're going to get young kids into it, but you're also going to get older people who have been around it forever. Like, I would definitely go play a SpongeBob machine if I saw it. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so do you have any thoughts on why you think SpongeBob would, would work so well? Well, I always thought that it was a popular TV show, and that's been out for a long time, so a lot of people have seen it. For sure. Um, And if you saw a SpongeBob machine somewhere, would you beg me to go play it? Yeah. All right. Well, I like that. Okay, oh, and number four. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. What a great idea! I'm actually shocked that no one's came out with Harry Potter yet. And why do you think Harry Potter would win so many people over? Because it's by far one of the biggest, most popular TV series, movies, series. It sure is. Um, it's probably not even just out of kids, but out of everybody on the planet. And all the movie series, it's probably one of the most famous of all time, um, and certainly has has you know drawn more money at a box office. I can understand Harry Potter might be very challenging to get the rights for, but at the same time, it's uh, if it happened... It, the other thing is too with Harry Potter, Spongebob I'm sure there's some girls that watched, but I find that it seems like a large percentage of themes are really more so to draw men in. They're either about you know cars or racing cars, or they're about comic book heroes, which let's be honest, more men are into comic books than women. Um, or they're about you know heavy metal rock bands that again typically more men listen to than women Um, or even in this case a lot a lot of them on this list that you're probably gonna have for us might be like I'm sure more boys watched Spongebob than girls Um, but with Harry Potter I think it's pretty close like when I went to the to go see Harry Potter I always saw if not maybe even more women and, and girls than men so I think that's a great idea. Alright, and number three. Pokemon! Nice! Now you're not just saying that because you're a massive Pokemon fan, are you? No. Alright. So, Pokemon's been around since, geez, since I was a kid. It was a really famous TV show. And then there's been tons of Pokemon games from over the last 15-20 years as well. Right? Yeah. Uh, and then also, you might have some crossover from, believe it or not, and I know everyone says Pokemon Go is dead, but Pokemon Go has shown really good resurgence for a game that has came out years ago. It's still sitting in the top 10 games in the Asia, uh, Google Play Store for revenue. Still charting for revenue there. So um that's got tons and tons and tons of crossover because you've got millions of daily pokemon go users who are primarily adults believe it or not i mean the terms of service says you have to be 14. the cartoon might be primarily watched still by younger kids and then the pokemon go trading cards will be done between younger kids all the way up until i've seen guys in their 40s and 50s who are really into it and then you've got all the gamers who play through Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. Um, just la- later on this month, uh, this November, uh, Pokemon uh, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu are coming out, which is kind of a crossover game between the two for Nintendo Switch. It's a crossover game between Nintendo uh, typical Pokemon games and the Pokemon Go. So. I think if they could get the rights for that, that that would be a smash hit, Owen. I couldn't agree with you better, bud. All right, so what's number two on the list? Stranger Things. Stranger Things. You know what's funny? You picked Stranger Things, but I already heard there's a rumor that they're trying to get the rights, if not possibly making Stranger Things already. Um, And Stranger Things, similar to Harry Potter, is one of those things that Equal am- amounts of girls are into as boys, like both, both of those people uh, listen to that, right? So, yeah. Awesome. Well, I think that would be absolutely tremendous. Stranger Things would have a wicked awesome music soundtrack. I'm thinking kind of like uh, Total Nuclear Annihilation or something like that, and it would just be a fun, interesting game to have. Now I don't want to late make you late for school. When we've got about 2 minutes, what's what do you think will be would be the number one draw to help get younger kids into pinball? Fortnite. Oh my gosh, I never even thought of that. Okay, so I'm kind of an old dude, I'm almost 40. Uh, I know Fortnite is kind of like a game where you got to shoot people. Is it kind of like Call of Duty or how is it different? Like what's up with Fortnite? Why does everyone love it so much? Um, I'm not sure. Okay, but how would it be different from, like, a regular type of uh, shooting game that I might have played? I know you play it in squads, right? Like, you play it with a group of friends, usually? Yeah, usually. But you can play it by yourself. You can play it solo. And, I mean, Fortnite's almost taken over the world. I know that Fortnite has, uh, I mean, if you're a male under the age of 25... I've heard numbers something like in the range of uh, 50 to 60%. So we're talking more than half the males in North America under 25 play Fortnite and probably love it. Now, I haven't heard a lot of girls or women talking tons about Fortnite, but is there some players that are girls? Yeah, one of my teachers is. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, give a shout out to your teacher. Okay. What's your name? Mrs. Crowsley. Oh, good job, Mrs. Crowsley, the Fortnite player. Nice work. And a shout-out to all of our teachers out there. Um, teachers are awesome, and, you know, they're, they're teaching the future, and we need more of that. So, all right, Owen, well, thank you so much for the list. Thank you so much for being my very first ever host. How was it? Was it was it, was it it nerve, nerve-wracking or what? Yeah. A little, a little bit? Little. Awesome. Well, you got through it, and it's going to be... Uh, a fun a fun show to post. I think people are going to like it. So remember, without younger people getting into the game, pinball will die. If we don't have younger people coming up that are into competitive play, into purchasing it for home use, uh, if they're not requesting it to be in bars and barcades, then we lose pinball. And that's what's at stake here, guys. So I know this was kind of a fun episode, but I don't want to lose pinball. You don't want to lose pinball. Let's Manufacturers, distributors, anyone—if you're listening—send this to them. Talk to them. Do surveys with younger people. Um, I think if any five of those machines came out, they all five of those machines would draw in more young people than any machine that's ever been made, other than possibly Star Wars. Because of course, no matter your age nowadays, you've probably heard of Star Wars. So, um, but all five of those Owen were a great list. Thank you so much for coming. And we'll talk to you next time on the podcast.